following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. Hot. Alexis managed to rifle through B. Arthur's purse. Yeah. Dug way at the bottom past the Viceroy cigarettes. Yep. And her Centrum si- uh, Silver Vitamins. And the Starburst. Yeah. The, the Butterscotch Discs. <laughs> yeah. And you only had orange ones in there. Those only weird. orange ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And found some bucks to give us some color today. Yeah! Welcome to Hour 2 of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything gold-plated teeth. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thanks for being here. Thanks yeah, for tuning in. Thank you're the best. We love you. We love you. Mm-hmm. Hey, a little programming note. Hour <clears throat> uh, 3 is going to be an extravaganza. Because it is uh, the continuation of the 33rd annual My Talk Awards. Divided by 11. Divided by 11. Uh, today, we will be joined by some esteemed colleagues. Mm-hmm. Going through two more categories. Lex, you are. Oh, yeah, we're ooh. losers for four already. Lex, so let's Lex, see if we'll. Lex, oh, that's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, Steve, Bradley, and Julia will be joining us. We will be na- uh, naming the TV streaming show of the year and song of the year. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to continue being losers, yeah. but that's fine. Yeah, well. Yep. We have high hopes for a little boo thing. We do. Mm-hmm. This is our song choice of the year. Let's hope all of you, my talkers, are our little boo thing. Yeah. And you and voted properly. So that's all coming up yeah. today in our third hour. The 33rd annual My Talk Awards mm-hmm. divided by 11. Right, Lex? You That's do, right. You, yeah. you had to do the math. I ain't doing it. Yes, math. yes, yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> Elmo. <laughs> Elmo Uh-oh. wants to know how everybody's doing. Oh. Yep. What a caring puppet. Right? Guy, kid. Elmo, Elmo <laughs> wanted. <laughs> right? He is. Yeah. Elmo wanted to check in on everybody. And he did so on uh, Twitter. Again, I absolutely refuse to call it X. But he yeah. went on Twitter, the official Elmo account, and and asked what you thought would be just an innocuous question. Just a boring question. Elmo's checking in. He wrote, how is everybody doing? Um, I guess I'm guessing not okay. <laughs> well, here we go. Here's the headline from NBC News. Elmo's wellness check uncovers existential dread and despair <laughs> on social media. Oof. Well... Spoiler alert. Nobody's okay right now. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, Elmo. Somebody Aww. replied, quote, Elmo, I'm suffering from existential dread over here. <laughs> Another user wrote, quote, every morning I cannot wait to go back to sleep. Every Monday I cannot wait for Friday to come. Every single day and every single week for life. Oh. Actress Rachel Zegler. Stars, they're just like us, wrote, quote, resisting the urge to tell Omo that I'm kind of sad. Elmo? Oh, oh my is Elmo equipped to help with yeah, that? Yeah, I because was going to no, say. No, no, does no. Elmo have, is he a licensed therapist? No. <laughs> Not even the hand that's inside of him. I don't oh, know oh, if. Oh, oh, oh. Right? Isn't that how it works? Or is it, yeah. is it like fish and wire and Elmo's sticks? a real Lex. Elmo's, a, El, Elmo's real Lex. Oh, There's right. no hand up inside him. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, Sorry I, about I, that. I saw Elmo walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Did you? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow. He kind of rough. Yeah. I mean, somebody <laughs> needed to ask how Elmo was doing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's projecting a little bit. Maybe. Well, because I'm looking at the follow up from Elmo, and Elmo yeah. only said, Wow. Elmo, speaking in third person, is glad you a- he asked. Elmo learned that it's important to ask a friend how they're doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friend. Oh. Elmo loves you. Elmo, <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> That's, That's my the follow up. imitation from 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I want the movies! I'm sorry, I thought you were doing that live there. No! Oh, I thought no. that was the one on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> no! No to both of you. I want the movies! <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, poor Elmo. He, you know what? He didn't mean. He didn't mean to get into this. He just wanted to be nice. Well, did he want that? I'm fine. Kind of answer because you know, the the realest thing right now is to be real. That's true. You know, yeah. if you, mm-hmm. you asked, do you really want to know? Yeah, don't ask unless you want. Yes. Know. Like, don't ask me. I'm in a boot again. See, laughing and leaking life. Laughing and leaking. I'm in a damn boot again. Well, um, let me tell you about the fight. Yeah. Elmo, do you want to hear about Achilles tendonitis? <laughs> yeah. That's what I should have wrote right. to him. Yeah. yeah, Elmo. You really want to know? Yeah. <laughs> We're leaking. You, you want to hear about that shot in my foot, Elmo? <laughs> We're leaking. Uh-huh. 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 But oh. I think, look, it's true. We've said, we say it all the time when, when, you know, when we have these stories of people hitting each other at KFC over dipping sauces or uh, people yelling at each other at football games or, or uh, everybody's just miserable. And that's why I love what David Letterman said over the weekend about Taylor Swift. Uh, Holly, you have this in the dirt alert. David's like, look, why are, why, why are we? And look, I've been, vic- I've been uh, guilty of it too, of making fun of the Kelsey, um, Taylor Swift relationship. But David Letterman was like, God, can we have anything just sweet and nice? Does everything have to be turned into something bad? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why can't this just be a sweet story? And now, you know, now and Holly's going to get into this a little bit later, but it's being turned into something even more kind of a twisty mustache tying Lillian Gish to the train tracks. I mean, it's just, and it's just that inf- I'm so glad you put that on the sheet because that infuriates me. But my point being is, Everybody's miserable. And it's and Lex, you said that when I was talking about I think the people on my cruise, it's coming out sideways and diagonal and and, and I don't know. Makes me Yeah. Makes me sad, Elmo. Oh. Makes me sad. Oh man. Womp, womp. <laughs> I want the movie. <laughs> hey, who can help this situation? Big bird? No, but is it that Abby Kazabi one? Bird. Yeah, oh. Big Bird scares me. Yeah, but Big Bird what? has turned tiny now. Say what? No. Is yeah. on, what do you mean by that? On, is he on Livia? What I mean, what is, he, <laughs> is, he, is, is he on Rocco's yeah. plan? What is he doing? Big Bird is suddenly tiny. And now apparently the internet is very concerned. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, I didn't see. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Gosh. Is uh, Big Bird uh, yeah, Big Bird uh, is not big anymore. <laughs> what? No. All right. Wow. Who can help us with mental health? Uh, maybe uh, some. It's maybe the count. The count. No. 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 Is that Rosita? Mm-hmm. Rosita Bert could. Guy no, Smiley. They're, no, they're they're living their little gay life in Boca. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who, no. Who's left? Yeah. Oscar. 
Bert and Ernie, Bert and Ernie are at the Abbey in WeHo. They're they're busy. They don't care about us. But it's very concerning. <laughs> Big Bird is tiny, and he's asking okay. for help. Uh, yeah, I, I got to see this. Uh, what, uh, I'm going to put this why? right up here on Big Bird. Uh, uh, on, yeah, yeah. size Holly, you, matters. Infer- I don't. I'm not questioning your sources, but Holly, are we sure Big Bird's small now? Yeah, Big Bird tweeted it out himself. Let me look. So Big Bird is eight two. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> now wait. You put this in the grid. Yeah, okay, hold on. There he is. Uh huh. Oh my God! Is it just context? Like maybe it, no. he just looks smaller. It's like an illusion. No. Wait. Open a new tab. Okay, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hold on. Big Bird is asking um, Alexis. He Lex. said, "Uh oh, does anyone know how to make me Big Bird again? Oh. Big Big Bird? Oh, that's dinky." Oh, what? That's not Ozempic. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, yeah, that's not it's a side effect. It's like everything oh, small. He's big again. Is he big again? 19 oh. hours ago. Oh, okay. Apparently. What What did the big, trick? <laughs> big Bird spent uh, a whole week being small, but apparently learned a lot from seeing the world from a different perspective. Oh, you know what? It's Elmo. Putting yourself in someone's shoes. That's right. Elmo. He's it, man. And other friends checked in on Big Bird. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so precious. Hashtag help each other. That's right. Oh, right. my gosh. There are other big birds. There's one in the Netherlands named Pino. <laughs> Grigio? <laughs> With no T. Pino lives in the Netherlands. He's a few years younger than me. But we're the same height. And he's like a periwinkle, but more blue. Interesting. We're going to take a break. Oh, he has a cousin in Turkey. What's his name? Oh, man. Minnick Cuz. Minnick Cuz? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. How's the movie? How's the movie? My big fat movie review. Welcome back. It's time for a big fat Oscar movie review with Holly Roberts. Yes, yeah. nominated for five Oscars this year. Over the weekend, I went to the movie theater and I saw The Zone of Interest. Now, this movie, uh, not it just got released here in the Twin Cities this past weekend. And I know this was one of the movies we were talking about when the Oscars got nominated, speculating that, hey, watch out, this one's going to get nominated, but there hasn't been a lot of conversation around it. Well, went to go see it. Very curious because this year, unlike a lot of other years, I'm actually really interested in seeing all the Best Picture nominees. They all look really fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. The Zone of Interest, I have to say, is one of the most 
moving experiences I've had at the movies in decades. Decades. What? Yeah. This movie, I kind of deliberately kept myself uh, in the dark about the plot of this movie. But this film is based on some heavy things Mm -hmm. and true things. This movie takes place during the Holocaust. And it's about a real person named Rudolf Haus and his wife and his family. He basically designed Auschwitz and they live next door to it. Mm. It's on the other side of the fence. And it follows this family and their day-to-day life and the juxtaposition of that between what you know is happening on the other side of the fence. Uh, Yeah, it's Mm. extreme. Yeah, you're... Your uh, response to that, Alexis, is exactly the response that you're going to have when you see this movie. Um, This movie is a little, it's controversial in the way that it handles the topic. However, I feel like the way that this film was constructed, you're going to feel sick the entire time you're watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Just low level, because what Jonathan Glazer did, the filmmaker behind this, is he actually shot this film... Big Brother style. So the actors are in this house. The family is in this house. They knew that cameras were watching them, but they didn't know where the cameras were. So the filmmaking is very naturalistic. There's not a lot of music to it. But the sound design, you hear what is going on on the other side of the fence the entire film. And you know, as a viewer, what is happening. You see how these people are living with what is happening on the other side of the fence. And it is so disturbing. But at the same time, I'm of the mind that cinema needs to be disturbing sometimes. And I have never watched a film and I was thinking about it. I'm like, I don't think I've watched a movie that has used sound in this way ever. And it was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Sound. And if it doesn't win, I'm going to be really upset. Because the way that he told the story, the way that he tells the story, the director, I was watching some interviews with him about the zone of interest. He's like, well, there's the film that you see, and then there's the film that you hear. And this movie is very powerful. The zone of interest is disturbing. But these stories, remembering the Holocaust, remembering what happened, it's very important for people to watch. Can I ask, Holly, what is... uh, I? Like you, I have not read, I did not inquire further about the plot of the movie Mm -hmm. after the nominations and after it started getting buzz. I also, hand in hand, do not know why it's, you refer to it as controversial. Why is the zone of interest, what aspect of it? Is it just the subject matter in general or is there a specific aspect of the way they did it? Uh, the 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 story. Why is it controversial? Do you know? Don't mean to put you on the spot. Oh yeah. Well, it's because the zone of interest tells the story of the Holocaust. Keep in mind, Auschwitz alone, a million people died. You know, and usually with a lot of these Holocaust narratives, it's told from the perspective of the victims. It's told from the perspective of the people who went through that. This film, you don't see anyone who is actually victimized in the concentration camp. This narrative focuses on the person who designed that. And it focuses on the family and it focuses on uh, these Nazis who are 
living their regular lives. They're picking the garden. They're having birthday parties. They're going swimming in the pool directly across the fence. Wow. Is just is genocide that's happening blatantly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that some people, when they were watching the film, taking on that part of this historical event kind of rubbed people the wrong way a little bit for some people. But it, and I'm sure it's probably disheartening if the children, right? It's his family and kids, right? Yeah, and his, his children. And if they're asking what's happening, I bet their answer would be really upsetting. Right. Well, and here's the thing is that for the children, they're not necessarily asking what's happening, but you can get a sense and they show this cinematically that, you know, taking out the being responsible for these atrocities is eventually affecting these people in particular ways. Yeah. And it does affect people. And uh, the zone of it, I just was like, wow, when was the last time I really saw a film where I just thought and I sat there and I thought about it and it was powerful and it was disturbing. And it was one of those films that I don't know if I'll ever revisit again, but at the same time, really taking in and thinking about that story and thinking about and remembering the Holocaust is a very important thing to do. Holly, do you think it was even more powerful? Uh, The sound, the, your, your experience being in a movie theater? I know that seems like an odd question, but I think so. I think taking it in as a communal experience and I didn't know about the sound design. I didn't really yeah. know that this was how the story was being told. I think having that communal experience it makes it it elevates it. It makes it more important and we're you know, you're sitting there in the theater and taking it all in and uh you're just yeah you're going to you're going to have some feelings and you just need to be in the right mindset and prepare yourself for this but i thought it was a masterful piece of filmmaking the zone of interest and uh definitely earned its academy award nominations now it did get one it did not sandra huller she's in anatomy of a fall she was nominated for that but not for this mm. but she also stars in this and you know reading about this the actors had a really hard time making this the filmmaker himself it it's just it's oh. a it's a hard story. This it's Oof, it's that's hard. Heavy, yes, it's yeah. heavy. But you're right. It's important to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Do you and need a, to bring tissues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In a little inside baseball, of course it's a twenty four. It is a twenty four. Of course, it's a my talkers. A twenty four is a uh, production company responsible for a lot of great movies yeah and they just distributed it here uh this was uh produced by the polish film institute because uh they had the filmmakers had access to the auschwitz concentration camp when they were filming this uh they paid attention to detail you know there is i will say reading the attention to detail that the filmmakers took in the zone of interest and especially the glimmer of hope that is in this movie oh is very powerful Okay. I don't want to give it away. No. Good. But there is hope in this film. Okay. I want to see it. Yeah. The Zone of Interest, see it at a theater near you. You can also, I, I believe it's available digitally too. I think I saw it on Apple. I could be wrong on that one. When we come back, a tone change. We're going to lighten things up. We're going from movies to TV. Alexis has some thoughts. She has thoughts on the new season of RuPaul. We'll get to that. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one. (laughs) 
This has been a dad joke. Very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. <laughs> what, what is this? Oh, it's a good one. What, what is this? A taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. That's right, Rocco. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're moving from movies to television with a little TV taste test via our lovely Alexis Thompson. Can you believe it? It's season 16 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Cannot. Wow. And Jason, you've watched more than me and you watched it earlier. Oh, you are totally caught up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you just give me what are your thoughts on the season before I say something? I can't remember. Um, the overall, my I am actually liking it. Okay. Um, there's a clear villain to me. Mm. Um, there are a couple queens I'm rooting for. Um, I'm liking the, ch- uh, I'm liking the challenges, but I, but at the same time, there are just some cringeworthy moments. There are just cringy moments of how bad some are in the challenges, mm. but overall, I'm enjoying it. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm the cringe. I had a lot of cringe. I've watched the first two episodes, just meeting the queens and then their talents. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only really memorable one to me is Nymphia Wind from New York City, the first queen from Taiwan. The one in yellow all the time, mm-hmm. Banana Believers. Mm-hmm. I felt that she was the only one that really had something different. And wasn't really trying to be a different queen or had a, like, the the talents just, it's like, we're going to get in a, a leotard and we're going to dance and we're going to rap sing. There were so many of them that that was their talent. Uh-huh. So uh, many are forgettable is what I'm saying. And you're absolutely right. I think there's some that just, they, they're not at, up to par. And, no. and maybe... That's part of the entertainment of it all, but I I don't find that entertaining to see them kind of crash and burn. So because it's season 16 and they're also doing All-Stars, right, in the same year, it's just it it's kind of suffering for me like Idol did and The Voice, where it's just it feels like, you know, at some point you have to let the talented children grow up so that they can be on the show. Are you talking Does that to general? Make sense? Yeah. Are you talking? We're gonna run out of queens. Yes. So, if I'm hearing you right, are for you? Are you getting to a saturation point with with Drag Race? Yeah, I'm there. And I, I, look, I haven't watched beyond the first two episodes because that's really I was like oh, that's I, that's good enough to get a taste. And I will continue because you know I love RuPaul, mm-hmm. and I'm actually really digging the celebrity guests. Charlize yeah. Theron, mm-hmm. um, Becky G. I see that Sarah Michelle Geller is coming up too. She's great too. Um, yeah, I was again talking to my brother, and he was talking about how fabulous she was as a as a guest. You can tell that she's a big fan. So you know, maybe first first impressions. <laughs> I didn't get great first impressions. Now, of course, 
As Holly says, I'm waited to be de- I'm waiting to be delighted. Hey, yeah, you gotta have that positive attitude. Absolutely, and you know I love dr- uh, Drag Race, so I, just for the creativity, fashion alone. So I will be continuing to watch. But I will say the intro was just lackluster f- for me. Well, what's interesting about your observation is it. I I think the proof is in the pudding. I share it, and Colin we share Colin and I share your. Um, Observation, because the fact that it took us, and I'll just say me, mm-hmm. the fact that it took our household about three weeks after it debuted <laughs> yeah. to even want to catch up, I think is telling. Yeah. Because because in the past, you know, the, the seasons oh. of RuPaul's Drag Race, which, by the way, is what we're talking about if you just tuned in on season MTV 16. Friday night, season 16. In the past... Oh, the season premiere is always in January and I'm always on vacation when it debuts. Alexis, no joke, even on vacation when Colin and I come back from a, you know, a day of, I don't know, the Disney parks or wherever we are and we're tired and we're looking for TV. We always queue up the season premiere on vacation. We always watch it. We watch it at night when we're tired and our feet hurt. We did not do that this year. And Colin was kind of like, meh. Yeah, we watched same. it. We watched it one night, not out of desperation, but we watched it because at that point there was nothing else. And I go, "Should we catch up?" <laughs> right. And he's like, "I don't know." And now we're watching it on Saturday mornings with our bagel because it's something to do while oh, we drink our coffee. Yeah, see, and it's not appointment viewing or no. you're pining to see who your favorite and see who what happens. It's just. It's just not there this time. But look, uh, oversaturation, right? It's oversaturation. And maybe over time, you know, they'll grow on us and it will be fine. Um, But how do you feel about immunity being back? It's been gone since season five. I'm fine with that. As long as it's not the chocolate bar, right? Yeah. (laughs) Stupid chocolate bar thing. The winner gets 200 grand. Yeah. I will tell you, Lex, you're you're, uh, and I predicted this. The queen that you're loving is the queen we're loving. Oh. Because that was my next thing. Because I remember you said from your review that you said there will be one person. Yes. And that was the one. Okay. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite. She's she my favorite. is. She is the, the, just phenomenal and will knock your socks off in the next challenge. Ooh. I can't wait. This is Nymphia Wind we're talking about. Yeah. Nymphia Wind. Yeah. Will knock your socks off. The judges, I mean, they gagged, as they say in RuPaul's Drag Race in the vernacular. Oh, I can't um, wait. Well, and of course, it's just just the visual of, uh, so she came out at for the introduction with a big, like, Marge uh, beehive hair, yeah. and then five or six different yellow sunglasses embedded in the the weave and then also had some on her face as well and then opened up her trench coat and inside are all these bananas yeah <laughs> and then she's got this big banana you, you know where and um that just uh, yeah alone everyone else just feels like yeah forgettable mm-hmm. so oh i can't wait yeah i bet the this is it's a challenge right to it is it's a, a sewing ball challenge. challenge yeah yeah oh i love so ball challenge keep watching for that um, one more little TV note. I will keep this brief because I mentioned it earlier in the week, but yeah. I'm, uh, status report as we do sometimes in TV taste tests. I am now officially 100% in it to win it, committed, loving, capital L, loving the traitors on Peacock. I get it, Brittany. I get it. 
My talkers that have written, I get it. Uh, I kept going. Everyone told me that it gets better and I would become more hooked. They are all right. I am now, this is appointment viewing for me. New episodes drop on Thursdays on Peacock. Uh, I love this. It is fun. It is well-produced. It's kitschy. It's dramatic. Love it. Nice. I'm, all, I'm okay. all caught up. I caught up last night because I'm interviewing Bergie and Janelle today. So I had to completely catch up. So that was my homework last night. And I am now right up on uh, episode five. Oh, my God. This is juicy, fun reality TV at its best. So fun. And Alan Cummings should host every reality show. Thank you. <laughs> ending it there. Yeah. So good. The traitors. Oh, God, it gets better. I mean, oh, I know some God, people Alexis. liked it right from the get. No, I didn't. I'm with you. Yeah. It's so good. It's so fun. So there we go. The traitors on Peacock. And Alexis was talking about RuPaul's Drag Race Fridays on MTV. I want my MTV with music videos. What are those? Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't do that anymore. Hey, guys, register to win listener rewards, win prizes, I should say, in listener rewards. You can win a customized Closet Factory organization system from Closet Factory Twin Cities. Tickets to see Pink or Janet Jackson, both coming to the XL Energy Center. Plus a movie pass to stream the new movie Upgraded on Prime Video. How do you how do you sign up, Lex, for listener rewards? MyTalk1071.com. Is that our website, Lex? It sure is. Or search for our app. Just search for MyTalk1071. You can sign up there too. Holly, we have an app? We sure do. Go oh tap it. God. Like calamari or pizza rolls? Or is it just like, like spinach artichoke dip? Yeah. But oh. creamier. Oh, artichokes are the best. Oh God, they're so good. Let's get some dip on the break. Oh, yes. When we come back. Holly's worked up about some conspiracy theories. We're going to put on our aluminum hat and explore when we return. We are glad that you're present. We are glad that you're laughing and leaking with us. Because again, not that we need to remind you, you have ears and you can listen to us. This is the laughing and leaking era of our show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's a great era. Taylor Swift can have her eras and so can we. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning. This is uh, Dua Lipa's new one, Houdini, bringing us back. Uh, okay, Lex, can you grab the uh, Reynolds wrap, please? Let's uh, go oh, ahead and put our uh, sure. aluminum, uh, put our Holly. Uh, oh, put the Bengay and the ice pack down. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah put the Bengay down, oh, Lex. sorry. Yeah, um, we're going to eat our Metamucil wafers later. Oh. Yeah, that is I'm, a post-show treat. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to pump up my boot in the next break. But right okay, now, here's some foil. I got it. Thank you. We're going to put on our aluminum foil hats because this is a Holly Roberts 2020 48 hours Dateline NBC investigation on conspiracy theories. Right, Holly? That's right. <laughs> Ooh. But it's not only an investigation into conspiracy theories. More so, I'm telling you to knock it off. <laughs> knock it off. People, <laughs> dang, I, I I entertain a good conspiracy theory. Are we talking about aliens right now? No, we're talking about Taylor Swift. Oh. And folks, starting conspiracy theories oh, about Taylor Swift. You oh, know. adding up to 13. Thank you. Oh, I saw that. Uh-huh. But that's, but wait, Alexis, there's more. So there's <laughs> the, the adding up to 13. Get, can you give us a brief 
on the adding up to 13 with Taylor Swift. Now, that is her favorite number. It is her favorite number. And when you look at the the numbers of... Like it's the date of the Super Bowl, and when you look at um, the number of like touchdowns and passes and things, they're figuring out ways to make that sum thirteen in some way or eighty-seven, which is Travis's number, and of course eighty-seven. Is that the year she was born? I think that was the year she was born. Yeah. So then, yeah. So they're coming up. You know, they're solving for X in ways that, like, oh, but that's thirteen. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's <laughs> the internet. Is, that is one conspiracy theory. Okay. There's another one. Okay. That says that Taylor Swift is a government psyop. Oh, I can't. Oh, oh, Holly's right. not that's, kidding. No. Guys, Holly's not joking. This I'm, is yeah. not a joke. No. And yeah. you know, I didn't even want, I thought about this, believe it or not. Yesterday I was like, do I bring this to the show? But yes, because I want people to know that there are these conspiracy theories around Taylor Swift because, oh my goodness, people can't believe it or not that this woman is the most popular pop star on the planet right now. How did she do it? It's not through her talent. It's not through people connecting with her music. It's not her being a savvy businesswoman. No, it's her being a Pentagon psychological operation and that Taylor Swift is an asset. Oh, absolutely. If you're a political figure, you are pining for her endorsements. That is true. And guess what? It is an election year. But is that this where we're go- going? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. No, 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 I thought no, no, no. you were going though. political. Are, no, that is, are, but that is one. Okay, okay. And that's not probably a conspiracy theory. I'm sure that folks on all ends of the political spectrum are like, ooh, boy. Oh, Holly, Especially with her past endorsements. That's I, true. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but just to... to put a period on that it is it is happening yeah. there as every poly, the reason this is blowing up in political circles is because it was released by a staffer on the president's campaign of endorsement wish lists That's and ta- true. and Taylor was listed um anybody it's a wish list anybody would oh, like she's number 1 2 you know 3 I mean? her dogs her her cats they That's want uh, you know um, yeah meredith but that's it. That's yeah, why. Whatever the other cats are. Meredith yeah. Grey and Olivia Benson. Olivia. Get that's those right. Scottish oh. fold endorsement. Oh, that, seriously. <laughs> yeah. And that was released by the New York Times, Jason. Yes. About this political wish list. So that is legitimate. That is news that has been reported on. But then people have taken that. But and there's more. <laughs> but wait, they've made this now oh, into God. a conspiracy theory. How? Reporting <sighs> that at one point, NATO... Mentioned Taylor Swift as a powerful influencer. You know, there you go. A legitimate conversation because Taylor Swift is a powerful influencer. She is the biggest celebrity on the planet right now, arguably. Uh But then people are taking the football and running with it, (laughs) saying that the Pentagon PSYOP unit pitched NATO on turning Taylor Swift into an asset for combating misinformation. And this is actually making air. Yeah. On cable news shows. Yeah. This This is a thing. What? What makes me sad is a version of what Letterman said. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be serious for like 15 seconds. Yeah. The fact that we are in an era, I'll tie it to Taylor again. We are in an era where every single thing has to be, everyone has to put it through the Vitamix political blender. 
Not everything has to be political. And that's what makes me angry, sad, and disgusted at the same time. Everything is turned political. And it's infuriating to me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Now, oh, well, hey, things need to be said sometimes, Jason. Thank you for saying them. Oh. So, so they're saying that she has actually been hired to... Yeah, by the Pentagon. By the Pentagon to push as an asset to push yeah. misinformation yes. and to combat misinformation. But the Pentagon is denying this. <laughs> they said as oh a, for this conspiracy theory, we are going to shake it off. Who's From say it? the I, I, Pentagon. Who's going to say it? What, the asteroid? Where's the asteroid? Where's the asteroid? We got a sunny day. No, I don't want no, the asteroid no. to come Where's right now. Not today. I've got no. a kid to raise. Yeah. No. I want just today. Come on. I got a leftover meatball in my fridge that I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. And I'm looking forward to it. That sounds good. We we need to go to the way of the Brachiosaur. I mean, we do. We need to. Come on. We're doomed. We're just doomed. Here's the thing. And this is not a conspiracy (laughs) theory. And uh, Donna Uh, Valentine's listening. A Brachiosaur is a dinosaur. Go ahead. That's true. They're herbivores and they're very cute. They got the long neck. They're kind of like a brontosaurus, but they got a little lump on their head. This is why. Yeah, they do. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is why Taylor really needs to fight the AI battle. Yes. And her fans have been fighting the AI battle for her. Alexis, you speak about the fact that there has been AI generated porn of Taylor Swift on the Internet. And the Swifties. swiftly took action and started taking down those photos, reporting them to Twitter slash X. So the, and people are pointing to the fact that these Taylor Swift photos and images could move AI legislation forward in protecting people, Mm -hmm. you know, she's the one to do it and she's the one to do it. But also I say to all these conspiracy theorists and these people pushing all of this stuff, you're just, you are following the Taylor effect, meaning that you know, you know that talking about Taylor Swift is going to get clicks, it's going to get engagement, it's going to get you ratings. And you are falling into that trap, and they know that. They know that. And so they're going to say stuff about this, and they're going to talk about it, because Taylor Swift is one of the few four-quadrant celebrities that we have left, meaning that everybody knows who Taylor Swift is, arguably, Mm-hmm. Everybody can at least understand surface level who she is, what her music's about, and they know that. They want you to watch and click. Don't watch and click on uh, that stuff. I'm okay? going to pull out another one of my favorite phrases. This yeah. is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> this is why we can't have. Okay. Um, I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, I'm sad now. I know. Don't I could talk sad. about this. Uh, uh, Lex, do me a favor. Oh. Uh, go ahead and uh, tweet Elmo. He'll make yeah, you feel better. That's right, girl. We got yeah. children and meatballs and, mm-hmm. you know. Here. Lex, I have something to make you feel better. Right. I don't mean to interrupt this conversation, but okay. I Bro, happen to done. I happen to just refresh the gram. Yeah. And it seems the Academy has just dropped another message for what? us. Uh-oh. We will uh, uh, Holly, if you can weave that into the beginning of the next uh segment. Uh-oh. Uh, they have just dropped it and the and the caption reads, "You thought that was all, LOL." Ah! So when we come back, it is day three of the My Talk Awards. We'll be joined by some My Talk colleagues and going through two new categories. Who will win? Who will lose? What will the Academy say? You're going to find out when we come back. 
Alexis for Rebath. Rebath.com is where you sign up to have a designer come to you. And they'll bring the hundreds of options available. So they're bringing the showroom to you because they can take out each sample and show you in your space how it will look. They'll come up with a custom design. Of course, keep in mind your aesthetics, your budget. That part's free. They just want to show you, hey, look what we can do which is pretty spectacular. And then on top of that, if you decide to go with them, make sure you mention me or my talk for $1,500 off a complete bathroom remodel. They'll get the job done in five days or less. Yeah, complete bathroom remodel. Even, of course, if you're changing your tub to a shower, that might take a day, but it's less hassle and great rewards with Rebath. You can also stop into their showroom. It's in Apple Valley on Galaxy Avenue. Uh, but check out some really beautiful pictures and, of course, what they can offer at Rebath.com. Sign up to have a designer come to you.